This episode is going to be stupid. Okay. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm not even not going to be. Yeah, it's true. As opposed to our last 101 episodes that were all just the pinnacle of intelligence. <laughs> A plus content. Smart comedy. Smart comedy. <laughs> is a genre no one has ever described us by. Smart comedy. Yeah. All right. Tonight on Rogue Padron. Becoming one with the bean, always being between 50% of Rogue Padron, who said it was okay to snow in mid-April, and did you eat meat or no? <laughs> A Star Wars Wait. celebration story. Why is there a question? Did I miss something? <laughs> you missed Saturday night, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah I think you, I did. You 100% missed Saturday night, and... I mean, like, Boy, I, did you miss I, quality I, content? <laughs> I wasn't there. I was observing through Twitter. Um, That's uh, right. At, Even when we get together at a convention, the best jokes come from talking to each other on Twitter. This is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue Six standing by. Rogue Seven standing by. Rogue Three standing by. Yeah, you guys gotta get weird with this one. So many balls. <laughs> <laughs> that was so boaty. <laughs> Excuse me, that's Brigadier General Melbar. Yeah, there's, there's two Darth Vaders. They they kind of swap in and out as Natalie Portman and Anakin Skywalker. Pepperoncini. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> oh no! Okay. <laughs> um. Saturday night. That was a fun night. I love meat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> and with that, hello, listeners. <laughs> Welcome to season thirteen, mission two, episode one hundred and two. Of Rogue Padron. Today we'll actually be recapping some stuff from Star Wars Celebration Chicago since all of us were there, as you might have realized by the last episode we put out where we were all there. Um, <laughs> if you I wasn't there. Shut up. Yes, you were. I just kept <laughs> running like, back and I, forth between the two seats. So many photos of us. But we're going to go over everything else that happened at Celebration and also maybe talk about our panel again because we love ourselves just that much. <laughs> <laughs> Before then, a quick reminder of your hosts, if I can get this notebook open without ruining my nails. There we go. If Heath Rogue 3 was a post-convention symptom, he would be going overboard into the fandom and any fandom to recreate that feeling of con. Yep. Oh. <laughs> That's a call-out for you watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Danny, Rogue Six, is the, is the anxiety of having to check your bank account and credit card statements, and maybe you put it off a little bit longer because you haven't overdrafted yet, so it's probably fine, right? Wait, yeah. who told you? Oh. <laughs> I didn't tell you about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rogue Leader knows all. Hmm. Seth, Rogue Seven, would be getting con cred, even though you took good care of yourself, because it really do be like that sometimes. It really do. It really do. Yeah. And I'm Meg, Rogue Leader, and I'm just going to another con immediately, because post-con sads, well, post-con sads can't catch you if you don't stop running. Yeah, that worked <laughs> for me until Celebration ended. That's healthy. right. Keep going. Keep going. I have nothing else to go to. <laughs> Make a con. You can do it. You can put it together in two weeks. Rogue Condren. Oh, Rogue Con. What I mean, listen. No. Listen, y'all. 2020. <laughs> it's happening. All right. Speaking of Rogue PodCon, I have a question about Star Wars. Yes. So, um, 
So in one of our episodes leading up to Celebration, I asked you what, what Star Wars content you were most excited about from Celebration. Now I would like to ask you the same question, but on the other side of it. Now that we've experienced it all, what upcoming Star Wars content are you most excited about thanks to Celebration? Ooh, um, I have a tie, and I'm going to allow that. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Let's check with the refs. The refs yeah. have allowed it. Uh, part one is resistance season two yep uh after seeing that first episode of season two i think it's going to go in a really fun direction but while still keeping a little bit of the heaviness of like what is going on in the galaxy at the time and there was so much seebs already in episode one so i'm like I'm just glad she's the MVP that she is. I, I mean, spoilers, but CB was like literally the hero of episode one of season two, which like that was a bold move to make CB the main character, but it paid off in spades, I would say. It was amazing. Remarkable. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other thing is that I'm real. I didn't really care before, but now I'm like really hyped for the Mandalorian. Mainly Whoa. because of- Gina- Is it Gina Carano? Mainly because of Gina Carano <laughs> and like her big gun. Yeah. And, because, like, I love Gina Carano, like, as an MMA fighter and also in Fast and Furious 6. I thought she was really great. And, like, she's so beautiful. Um, but also, like, Carl Weathers really sold me on it. Yeah. And Carl Weathers, we'll get this, no, we'll get into this later. But Carl Weathers sold me on it. So, like, I'm there. <laughs> I'm here for The Mandalorian. I will pay $6.95, $6.95 a month for Disney+. Plus. <laughs> uh, mine is the most obvious one for me, I feel, is episode 9. Uh like I'm really excited for Mandalorian and for the the game Fallen Order. That's what it's called. Uh, but I feel like Episode Nine is the thing that I'm most excited for now because it's like the big thing and it's the ending. And I like endings. Uh huh. Okay. And also, there's a cute droid in it, and I want to see that droid. Yeah, Dio. Dio, who is not but a not Dio. The wrong gendered wrong. I hate you, Abram, so much. Um, I think mine is also episode nine. I it was my the thing I was most looking forward to going into it and just everything they said and talked about at the panel and then the teaser and all of the options that now appear to be on the table um, are kind of exciting to me. Nice. Uh, mine is resistance. I I mean I like I said earlier. Shocked Star Trek phase. Well, I thought it was—I thought it was going to be the Mandalorian coming out of it, but after you know, between those two panels, the Resistance one put a smile on my face a lot more. Well, we'll talk about the Mandalorian, but um, it was just so delightful to see the cast. And, oh, the cast like, is so good. You kind of—I kind of knew that they were all like beautiful human beings that I wanted to squeeze, but like they truly are. <laughs> they're just—they're just so pure and good, um, and I just love. Meg, I love your interaction with Christopher Sean, where you met him and he introduced himself as, hi, I'm Christopher Sean from Star Wars Resistance. <laughs> I play, I play Casiono. Yeah, yes. I play Cas. That's why I'm here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought I knew you from somewhere. <laughs> I was here because of Hawaii Five-0. Okay. Weird. Yeah. That's why there's all this Star Wars stuff around. Where am I? <laughs> And I, I got a poster with Opipit and a Gorg from that panel, and I also got an actual Gorg at Star Wars Celebration, so I'm just feeling resistance feels right now. Danny's face when he was holding the Gorg and the Conferee at the same time was just pure joy. It was the so, sweetest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. The sweetest thing I've ever seen in my entire life was when I came back to our hotel room during the afternoon one day, and Danny was asleep on the couch cuddling with his gorg oh is that where you went Aww. because you said you had to go be with your animals and then you left and didn't come back it was great i i am what i am that's a, no that's and perfect we, we love you for it thank you and thank you to saf for making the the gorg happen yeah it was honestly one of the highlights of celebration was seeing your face when you saw that gorg <laughs> That's does does the fifth host want to weigh in? Who's the fifth host? Well, that that that's the point. We're all done. <laughs> oh, we're all done now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, we're a little rusty now. Now that we're not in person anymore, it's hard to <laughs> have to get back into the. I can't like whack talking. Meg on the shoulder and be like, "It's your yeah. turn." <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'd be paying better attention if we were in person. Anyway. <laughs> So, 
We were our best selves that night. We were. Star Celebration. Star Celebration uh. Chicago was a thing that we did. And we, Rogue Pod actually got there. Well, Saf had been in Chicago for a little bit. But the rest of us all made sure to get there the Wednesday before it started. You might have seen some of our exploits on Twitter. So we could have some Rogue Pod time. Most importantly, we went to the Bean. Touched the Bean. Got a lot of photos with the Bean. I communed with the Bean again, and it was amazing. Like, I always think it's a joke how much I love the Bean. Until I see the Bean again, I'm like, oh my god, I love this thing so much. (laughs) My favorite part was when we walked under the bean and it like really made Heath uncomfortable. Like, I think he was having a little bit of an existential crisis in there. I hated that so much. I had to get out of there. It was awful. Bad bean. Bad bean. Bad bean. Uh, also, well, yeah. And then we had to go feed at Panera. Was <laughs> across the road from the bean. Eating yeah, so it all worked out magically and like the hotel i was staying at which is where rogue pod stayed that night was very close to the bean as well so it was all perfectly aligned and, and we so all we all held hands we did and said thanks to panera <laughs> over our you pick two combos <laughs> in which i think everybody got mac and cheese as one of the options three out of four yeah danny yeah. did not danny, danny did not sorry danny i'm always, always being such a rebel and he had to get his soup, so... I was very close to getting two mac and cheeses. Yeah, you so got a mac close. and cheese and grilled cheese. I love cheese. I love cheese. <laughs> is it... <laughs> What's my close intolerance? I don't know. Don't is know. It, don't the, know her. Is it more financially beneficial to get a U-Pick 2 with two mac and cheeses or to just get one large mac and cheese? Okay. See, the thing it's is, you can get thing. two different mac and cheeses. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because there's different types of mac and cheese, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, okay. the, that's the benefit there is that I could have gotten normal mac and cheese and then a fancy mac and cheese. Sure, sure. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Hashtag uh, <we> life hacks. <laughs> <laughs> Two mac and cheeses. And especially if you use one of their kiosks to order, no one shames you for <laughs> <laughs> Two mac and cheeses. <laughs> No one shames you if you get two mac and cheeses and also a bunch of chocolate sauce in your hot chocolate. Yeah, like extra hot chocolate I put all of the extras on that hot chocolate and it was a good hot chocolate. (laughs) But I didn't eat the marshmallows because I forgot about them and they melted. Thank you, robot kiosks, for making it way easier to order. (laughs) I love robot. Yeah, I've got my family of four here and we're all getting double mac and cheese. <laughs> Did the the server didn't shame you when she brought the food to the table either? No, no. She just wanted to drop that off and leave. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, she she was not paying attention. <laughs> she has other stuff to do. So anyway, we had a great time in the pre party for Star Wars Celebration, and then our panel happened on that Sunday, which is the most important thing that happened all weekend. And for everyone who came out, thank you so much especially if there are any new listeners who that was their first episode and for some reason are listening to a second episode. Oh my God. Hi. Hi. Thanks. You're here again. Why are you here again? I doubt it. (laughs) I doubt it. Listen, there might be one out of those 20 people who raised their hand. I think Greedo was having a good time. Greedo had a good time. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. And also like, thanks to all of our listeners who couldn't be there and did listen to the episode from last week. And I hope you had a really good time listening to it and like maybe closing your eyes and visualizing that you were there with us and that maybe like Heath was going to throw a Clementine at your face. <laughs> and... <laughs> I thought there were prizes. <laughs> no, there. they were offerings to us because I tweeted for people to bring me food. <laughs> and then you had you had that whole pork sandwich on the stage the whole time. The whole ass pork sandwich. <laughs> So did you ever end up eating it? I did afterward. I I have listened to that episode multiple times. It was was so. I listened to it. It was good. It's a pretty good episode. And then I think and and sorry, we got our first ever review from Roku Depot finally out of it. We did. We did. Finally, and it was (laughs) nice. We tweeted at Roku Depot, "Come review us live, you cowards." And they did. <laughs> they showed. It. I can't and believe they, that they worked. Fun. Yeah, they Thank gave you. us rating fun. Yeah, fun. <laughs> the most unique Star Wars content. I mean, they're not wrong. 
You're not wrong. Yeah. Yep. So the rest of the weekend, we were all doing different things. And, like, we'll go into that as we kind of break down into the panels. But overall, like, we did spend a lot of our evening socializing and meeting a lot of people and seeing a lot of our podcast friends. And it was just a really amazing time to actually be with those other people. Um, especially, like, special shout-out to, like, Ben of the Skyhoppers, yeah, who ben. roomed with you. <laughs> ben, whose goal was to be between 50% of Rogue Potter at all times. <laughs> He achieved it quite often. He did. Yeah. He was pretty good. He he, I think he got yeah. to 75% at one point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't I think, think he ever got the full 100. But... Yeah. Oh, he got the full 100 a couple of times. I'm pretty sure. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a sex move. It does. Yeah, it does. He got, he got the full 100. Yeah. Were we not yeah. talking about sex moves? <laughs> I wasn't. Hmm. I mean, I don't know what you guys were doing in your room, but... <laughs> we had a good celebration let's just leave it at that it was a great yeah. celebration and we're really glad we got to see all of our friends new ones that we had made over the last two years and also friends that we've made from orlando and anaheim and before even rogue pod started so, so many friends. it was just i know it was just a really great time and we're just really thankful that we all got to go and that everybody else who was there was also there so thanks thanks for making it special everybody so, with all of the sappy stuff out of the way, let's talk about the big boys. Star Wars, episode <laughs> <laughs> so nine. Wait, can I give you a Chicago anecdote about big boys? Let's talk about <laughs> yeah. the big boys. Yes, okay. Please, so after celebration, uh, my friend Kelly and I went to one of the art, the Dry House Museum, uh, with my aunt, who's really into art, and there was an exhibit by Shinobare. I don't remember his first name. Uh, who's a really cool dude. He does really great art, but we walked into one room and he does like he had like these mannequin installations, uh, and there was like we walked in. It was a very big, <laughs> like, sculpture of a person wearing very fancy clothes, and we both walked in. We were like, "Wow, that's a big boy!" And then we looked over at the name of the exhibit, and it was called Big Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm actually not that far off. You called it. <laughs> yeah, I called it. It was very good. Nailed it. Great. So for episode nine. Epics, The Rise of Skywalker, a.k.a. Tross. <laughs> hey! Star Wars Tross. Star Wars Tross. We actually watched this panel all together. We were all there. This yeah. is the only panel we were all there at the same time. The it best was. way to... I maintain this is the best panel of the con. The best way to do panels is just to go to a hotel room and stream it. It's yeah. true. It was really good. It was really great. Uh, we had a lot of people in that room, a lot of our good friends. And so what was everyone's favorite part of the panel? Not the trailer, but just the panel. When Dior rolled out, it was pretty great. The little Dior was so cute. My favorite part was when J.J. Abrams said that Ryan Johnson did a lot of good things, but the best thing that he did was casting Kelly Marie Tran as Rose. Yes. That took it like was a huge yourself. weight off of my shoulders that I feel like yeah. I'm carrying around when I'm thinking about my concerns for episode nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, mine was... Uh, that photo of Chewbacca holding up his baby. It was just so cute. It was just so cute. <laughs> uh, did you ever find a high-res version? I didn't, no. Um, boo. My favorite part when was when Billy D. Williams went, but did anybody die? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was very good. Yeah. Oh, that was great. Yeah. By, by the way, did anybody die? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I've been holding this in for 30-plus years. <laughs> <laughs> but did anybody die? <laughs> You know what? You're right. You're right. No one died. died. Yeah. Okay. So then, what was everyone's favorite part of the trailer? The laugh. <laughs> the Palpatine laugh. <laughs> Just because. Okay. Okay. When I first watched it, that was my favorite part because of everyone's reactions during mm-hmm. it. Was just. I don't know if we'll even be able to. I remember with um the Force Awakens. Whenever I saw the trailer after Celebration, uh, when it hit that point in it where. It pans over and you see the Death Star in the background. Like, whenever I see that trailer now, I just hear the celebration crowds losing their minds at that. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling we're going to have a similar thing with this teaser, that whenever I see it, when that laugh happens, I'm going to hear everyone in the room screaming in my head. Uh, because the reaction to that was amazing. And I think just because it was such a big, unexpected thing, and it got everyone so by surprise, and it really showed how much we all love Star Wars. Yeah. I think that's my favorite moment. <laughs> And then, and then after that, immediately having Ian McDermott out on the stage, just to like confirm, <laughs> he came out just that's right. That's that. what you just heard. Yeah. 
I okay, so this is I. So we kind of knew. Eventually, we kind of came to accept that they weren't going to tell us the the title of the movie until the panel. Mm-hmm. And I remember in Orlando when we watched the Last Jedi trailer, we already knew the title was the Last Jedi. But I kind of remember we talked about afterwards, like how mind blowing it would have been if we hadn't if we'd watched that trailer and then seen the title review for the Last Jedi. Yeah. And like I still think that that would have worked really well because the theme of the trailer was time for the Jedi to end, and then you see the Last Jedi, it would have been like mind blown. It like all it did was confuse the heck out of me when I watched it yeah. for this one because like the big reveal in this trailer was the Palpatine laugh, and, and so like I'm still processing the Palpatine yeah. laugh, and then I see the rise of Skywalker, and all I could think in my brain for the next like ten minutes was wait. Is Palpatine a Skywalker? Like, why? Are, how are these two things connected? Palpatine like, what's going on here? Like, they're clearly <laughs> implying that Palpatine and Skywalker are the same thing uh, somehow, and uh, I couldn't OG like break Skywalker. away from that and recognize that no, one is a trailer and one is the title. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah yeah. I am not looking forward to trailer disc like n- title discourse for like the next billion years. <laughs> Get ready, it's happening. Because like for the Last Jedi, it was like. Pretty do you remember in like schools of like thought? Yeah. Do you remember the, in the Last Jedi when somebody like tweeted at Ryan Johnson being like, "Who's the Last Jedi?" and he was like, "Luke, obviously." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wish we'd get that with JJ, where we'd be like, "Who's the Skywalker?" and he'd be like, "Obviously, this person." But we're not going to get that because I mean, not obvious. can't we just tweet it and be like, "Is Palpatine a Skywalker?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it right now. Thank you, Heath. He's on it. He he knows me. Yeah, yeah. He knows you. you guys are pals. Right now. You have your connections. Yeah, I think my favorite part is again. I guess this is a theme, but it's Lando flying the Falcon and yeah. laughing. Like that was just such a moment of joy. Just such pure joy, and especially for like Billy D and for Lando who like have that bad rap, but like we're actually like freaking heroes of the rebellion to have that moment and especially like after watching solo i think i've seen solo like three times by now <laughs> after see, after two more than me three times <laughs> i it's just really rewarding for lando to have the falcon back because you actually know how he lost it and like making hans being shady so I'm really glad he's there. What's the meme I going around think- where it shows like Han- the line from Solo where Lando says, "I'm gonna get that ship back," and Han says, "Over my dead body." Oh my dead body. Yeah. And now yeah. Lando, Lando got his ship so back. I love and that. Han is dead. <laughs> I mean, is he though? All we saw was the same thing we saw for Palpatine. Honestly, uh, yeah, but Palpatine. I wouldn't is- be surprised if the next trailer ends with a Han Solo laugh. <laughs> we have had little people fall down Don't even put that in the universe, Danny. <laughs> Episode 10, like The Rise 10, of Solo. <laughs> there's going to be like 10 trailers for this movie, and everyone is going to end with a different oh dead God, character like, like a Jar Jar laugh. Give <laughs> me <laughs> hey, my Akbar laugh. <laughs> An Akbar laugh. <laughs> Harrison Ford will never be free. No, he won't. Harrison Ford would just be like, fuck you. You can use that in your trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Boss Ness. <laughs> And him just going say me so like a dis. <laughs> the best one is no one's gonna recognize the Yariel Poof laugh, but we're all gonna know exactly what it is. Oh Lord, that sounds <laughs> awful. <laughs> I think my favorite part was the Ray flip. That's pretty epic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't want to get into what's going on in that scene because yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. that's why. But like, Ray is flipping of, and it's epic. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of why it's been tainted for me because I've seen too much discourse about it. <laughs> My discourse was great because I just went off what I would do. Yeah, which was run someone over because that's how I play Halo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not in the real world. It's what I do in Halo. Well, I swear. I mean, and like, no, I don't want to get into this, but like, man, it's more dangerous to shoot lasers at her when she has a lightsaber. Yeah, she can deflect the lasers. <laughs> That's what a lightsaber does. That's how I play Battlefront, okay? I know these things because I play video games. Yeah, video games a real gamer. Real experience in the real world. I mean, as much experience as you have in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, basically. <laughs> also, another favorite part I really liked was um, like seeing the trio at the same yeah. time with the Death Star in the background. Yeah. Was really yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I am a sucker for like big 
ruins of like sci-fi stuff like that and seeing that was extremely cool but also um, the trailer i love them so much yeah and i before then uh it, just the 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 picture where um it's poe posing because google earth is always watching <laughs> where it's like mostly finn but then pose in the background that's like, a great look so beautiful <laughs> Um, I also, I guess we're just going to talk about how we liked every moment of the trailer, but um, yeah. seeing the, the Leia hug. Oh my god. And then also, yeah. cute, like, the things they said about that in the panel, about how they wrote scenes around the Leia footage, like, I, that made me feel a little better, too. Just, like, we had talked a lot in the our speculation episode about how, like, Leia might have a very, very small role, and I still think that'll be the case, but it's mm-hmm. nice to see that she's actually okay. going to be, quote-unquote, physically present in at least one scene, and that's exciting. Okay. Yeah. I was right this entire time, though. I mean, I, would just like to I don't it. know what you're talking about, but yes, yes, you were. No, I like from a while, like for a while, I've been saying that they were probably going to do a thing similar to like how they handled Plutarch in Hunger Games, Walking Jay, because Philip Seymour Hoffman passed away while they were filming that. Right. And there are bits where they composited, like they didn't CGI him in, but they used footage of him to put him into scenes. Um, and I assumed they were going to do something similar with this. And especially after they said they had extra footage from The Force Awakens. I was like, this is absolutely what we're going to do. And it looks beautiful. That hug, I keep forgetting about it. I think it's my mind pushing it back so I don't think about it and get really emotional because hmm. I know I'm going to like burst into tears when I see it in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really glad that they have made it very clear that they've made a really big effort to fit her in in a way that's meaningful, uh, which I always had faith that they would, but hearing that was really nice. Yeah, and like seeing the proof of it is also like really Yeah, nice. yeah. Keith. Yes, that's me. Um, I think my favorite thing in the teaser, there were two shots that just felt very Star Wars to me that, like, I don't know. I just love them. It was the shot of um, the ship flying towards the snow planet. Mm -hmm. And then there's another shot on the desert planet where, like, there looks like there's a chase and there's, like, two speeders coming towards the camera. Um, Yes, yeah. I can't really explain why, but they just felt very classic Star Wars to me, and I loved them. Like, even the first time watching it, I was like, ah, yes, that looks good. Yeah, the speeders, like the sand speeders with, yeah. like, Poe and Finn like and an, 3PO like an over, for some reason. Yeah, it's like an overhead <laughs> shot. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a trio. The character <laughs> dynamics of Poe and Finn and 3PO is going to be hilarious. I <laughs> like, mean, it's like Finn... the Han and Leia on 3PO and ESB, right? Finn yeah. putting up with 3PO is going to be really funny. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. Right, because like, Poe's used to this by now. Yeah, yeah po- po- we saw Poe with him in The Last Jedi a lot, right? Yeah. He was yeah. pressuring him. To do like, what? To to not leave the room when he was doing his mutiny. <laughs> oh, The Last Jedi, that's right, yeah. yeah. Sorry. My brain hey, heard have the you seen that one, Sam? My my brain heard The Force Awakens. I have seen The Last Jedi, yeah. No, I've definitely <laughs> okay. seen that one. Yeah. Haven't, haven't lied about that at all. Yes. Oh, no. That's not convincing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that bit where, uh, where, uh, He's Ray... like, 3PO, don't do it. Don't do it. And 3PO's like, I, I, I can't. I must go. Like, I'm, ga- I'm going to do it. Rules. I'm, I gotta there are rules. I'm programmed. Programmed to be like this. I can't help it. <laughs> Great. I am programmed to not do mutiny. That's for sure. Thanks. <laughs> Great. So that was a good panel. That was a that was a hell of a way to kick off celebration. We're really on our was. third day there. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we were just very lucky. Can we talk about that pre- quote unquote preview day? Did did anyone benefit from that? Like, what was? How did we? Spend I didn't our go day? to the con that day. Oh really? Yeah, because dinner came in at like. Oh, that's two. right. You were, yeah, that's right. I went by accident. That's I was early just for dinner. A... What? <laughs> 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 I was just trying to find a bathroom uh, and so I went into the hall because I thought there would be one in there and then somehow got stuck in the line to the showroom like three hours, the show floor three hours before it opened uh, and I was like this seems wrong, I just wanted to go to the bathroom, <laughs> so I eventually found the bathroom and then tried to escape the expo hall and none of the doors were unlocked, so I had to walk around the entire thing and eventually find a security person to let me go outside. And that was my experience with Star Wars Celebration on the preview day. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so I got trapped while trying to find a bathroom. So I think Heath and I, we got there at like 9, 9.30 in the morning, right? 
And the line was already just insane. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't go that there, early. Like, you guys weren't. No. Maybe no. It was, maybe it's more like 10, 1030. It was like 10. Yeah. Because like the contest was open at 11 and I feel like we sat in the line for an hour at least. Yeah. But it was the just like. No, it opened until it one. It didn't open until one that day. Oh, well, okay. So maybe we got there like noon. Anyway, yeah, regardless, yeah. we got there like an hour before it was supposed to start. And yeah, apparently people have been we, lining up since 5 a.m. Yeah, because we were waiting in the hotel room until like to see if the um, light speed pass oh, was going right. to work, yeah, yeah. and they did not. <laughs> yeah, that was real bad. Because we wanted to like be connected to like more reliable internet than anything else. The Wi-Fi turned out to be pretty good at McCormick. Actually, I was impressed. But yeah. now we're yeah. not really off topic. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, the app sucked. Thanks, Celebration. Yeah. Do I say that? The rest of Celebration was really well organized. It was actually really good. But the app sucked. I think the app was easily the worst part of Star Wars Celebration. <laughs> it did not work for me the entire weekend, and I did not yeah, use it. It was just very confusing as well. Like, I had a like I had the Christopher Sean um, autograph signing, and it, my time was at, like, 3. And when I pulled it up at, like, 2.30, it said expired. And I was like, what does this mean? <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> expired. Yeah, it just expired. And I was like, uh, am I in the right time zone? And because I had my normal badge and my media badge, uh, they both showed different things, mm-hmm. which shouldn't have been a thing. They should have both showed the same things. Uh, it was not great. I don't think they quite, despite knowing how many people were going to be at this con, I don't think they quite built it to handle as many people as we're using it. Yeah, it was not a it was not a great not a good app. Anyway, on Saturday the big panel was the Galaxy's Edge panel. Did anybody go to this? No, it was stupid. It was a crummy Coke commercial. It's not worth spending. Okay, our time to be fair, I do now have that Coke shirt, and I do actually love it. It's real comfy and it's real stupid. And so a surprising stupid. number of people have seen it and recognized it as Star Wars. And I'm like, I literally would probably not see that and go, yes, that is cursive or a bish. Like, I would not <laughs> do that. I don't know how other people are doing that. Yeah, that's weird. I kind of like think it's ridiculous that they're selling in quote unquote in universe Coca-Cola products. But also, I know that that's exactly what Carrie Fisher would have wanted. So I'm kind of okay <laughs> with it. Yeah. I'm more mad because like Chicago doesn't have any Coke products. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, is Coke not in Chicago? It, there is, um, but like every restaurant we went to, like had Pep- Pepsi. Pepsi. Oh everywhere. yeah. Anyway, anyway, yeah, we love our I, Pepsi products in the Midwest. Getting real mad about that. Anyway, um, but they talked yeah. about the Ithorian at the panel, right? That was pretty exciting, right? No, it was still boring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm never gonna go. Probably. Not for at least 10 years, because I can't afford it. So <laughs> I hope everyone has a great time. Looking forward to watching walkthroughs and, like, photos of the food that they have. And if, like, there's Ewok merchandise, obviously I'll pay you and have you ship it to me. But that's as far as that's going to go. I mean, and uh, as far as panels go, like, this was even, like, even if you were excited for the Galaxy's Edge panel, like, I feel like the consensus was this one was pretty lame. It was just an hour-long commercial. Like, there wasn't yeah. really any new information or what stuff. What else didn't was know. it going to be? <laughs> Right, because right. they kind of yeah. like last month they had that big news drop where they let the media yeah. outlets go and you know go and sh- do all the stuff. So like at that point, what else could they really share? Yep. Very nothing. Good. Yeah, I don't think I've registered the lottery for that one. Because um, yeah. I did. I was like, I'm not going to this thing. It's going to make me feel bad about not being able to go to this thing. And you got the most important part, which is the Coke T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, some dude in the in one of the lobbies after celebration was over was like, "Does anyone want a, one of the Star Wars Coke shirts?" And I was like, "Yeah, give it to me, give it to me right now." I was a little Perfect. jealous of the hats that the folks in the Episode Nine panel got. That's yeah. like that was like a practical piece of merchandise that I would actually use, especially on Sunday. Yeah, when it snowed. <laughs> yep. Anyway, while that panel was going on, the other greatest panel was happening, which was the Shed Aquarium panel. Woo! Hosted by Meg and Danny. We had <laughs> such a good group. My goodness. It was really fun. There were like f- almost 20 of us that were walking around the aquarium. And the most impressive part was that we stayed together the entire time. We Yeah, there was this one point in time in which we, re- we went around, like most of the group went around a corner. But like Noviki and Emily and Dinner... And Maya were, like, not part of that group. Yeah. And so 
they couldn't see us <laughs> for a long time. And that's like right before we went to go like the reef part. That was like the elevator ride. And like <laughs> Jeff looks so concerned <laughs> when he was trying to find me. It was hilarious for me because I'm like, <laughs> there's no, because I just, the Stingray touch tank was closed. It's closed until like June. And so there was no danger of me like getting into a tank. <laughs> Which is what I'm sure he was thinking is, oh my God, is Meg going to climb into a tank? <laughs> It's what we're all always thinking. I mean, to be fair, I did stand at the edge of one and was like, I want to get in. And then he pulled me away from it. So there. But the aquarium was amazing. It was great. What was your favorite thing that you saw there, Meg? I, oh gosh, there were so many, there was so much good stuff. stuff. (laughs) There's a lot of good stuff. I think the puffer fish in the Filipino reefs uh, was amazing. So photogenic, so large had like a big surprise smile on its face the entire time we were looking at each other. <laughs> yeah. And I think the belugas were amazing. I was going to say, I think the belugas for me, like it's such they a unique, so you don't many. ever see belugas. Like it was such a unique thing that they had them. Yeah. And there were so many. And the last time I was there a year prior, uh, before the Forever Festival, there was only like two of them and they were kind of sad looking but like these were all so happy and there was that one beluga with its hoop and <laughs> yeah that beluga loved its hoop loved the hoop so Saf and Heath there was a beluga that just had this big hula hoop and it was just swimming around with it and it got out of that one point it was and just it was like, like on sad. top of it and so that it swam back into it <laughs> Oh. oh my god, that's really cute. Yeah, because like it wasn't through the loop; it, the loop was just sitting on top of the. <laughs> <whale>. <laughs> it was perfect, and like we were standing there, and I was singing "Baby Beluga" to the beluga whales, and it was amazing. It was good. I also really loved the room that was like forget science for a minute. We're just gonna like be super artistic, and so there was yes. like rainbow tanks where they had a tank with red things, and a tank with yellow things, and a tank with blue things, and purple things, like. And then there was like different textures and different sounds, and it was just really cool. Yeah, that was the that's their special exhibit right now, the underwater beauty. Yeah, she might recognize from my profile photos. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's that's such a great exhibit because it is just about like look at how beautiful the ocean is. Mm-hmm. And I like even that. though like I feel like it's always so science focused when you go to places like this, and they're just like let's just focus on the art of it. Yeah, and they're like hey. Look at these trans shrimp. This is amazing. <laughs> and like everything was just amazing. The ocean is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Not full of hatred. Like everyone in the ocean is just cool. And boy seahorses can be dads or moms. So many boy seahorses. seahorses can be moms. They had a lot of seahorses. There were about four that I counted that were like visibly pregnant. It was great. <laughs> anyway, Love this is our Star Wars podcast. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> This on is Sunday. Going exactly the direction I thought it would. Yeah. <laughs> on Sunday, the Mandalorian happened. The Mandalorian. Oh man, I was so excited for this one. And the panel just kind of knocked the wind out of me a little bit, I think. The footage think, the yeah. footage was amazing, but the panel was so weird. Uh, yeah. Okay. So the problem is, is that like Keith and I are pretty sure that John Favreau and What's his face with the hat? Dave Filoni. Um, <laughs> What's his face with the hat? <laughs> I actually blanked on his name. I wanted to call him Dan. I'm like, his name is not Dan. Wait, are you going <laughs> to say that you think they secretly hate each other? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's what I was thinking the whole time. They have to secretly they hate were, each other. They were just, like, airing it all out. But like it was in a so really awkward. Weird, Why wasn't there way? like a, a, someone to direct that panel? It was just it was like the two of them just like being like, ho, 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 this and oh, ho, ho, that. And well, oh, ho, ho, I, I hate I the prequels. And Dave Filoni being like, oh, ho, ho, all my work is in the prequels. And John Favreau being like, oh, ho, yeah, but well, this show is going to serve the original fans really well. And Dave Filoni being like, you know, the prequels are valid too. And John Favreau being like, ha, 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 okay. <laughs> what prequels? Right. It was so <laughs> <Yeah>. weird. <laughs> it was really awkward. And like, if they would have not had them at all, and if they would have just had Carl Weathers run the panel, <laughs> yes. beautiful. It would have been amazing. The because cast Carl Weathers, was delightful. Yeah, like, they're delightful. And Carl Weathers was the perfect hype man. He yeah. knows how to answer questions. He knows how to get people excited. Like, he knew exactly what to say all the time. Did not miss a beat. He's a professional. And, like, 
he should have just ran the panel. He should have just kicked them out, ran the panel. Yeah. Carl Weathers. So, so Carl Weathers was there, Gina Carano was there, and then Ooh. Pedro Pascal was there. And the three of them just were having such a d- good time, you could tell. But they didn't so talk excited. to them at all during the entire panel. They didn't. They mostly just they talked to them, them there to say, like, their names. Yeah. <laughs> and then talked over them the rest of the time. And I was like, nobody cares. Shut up, Favreau. Nobody cares about the technology except for you. Yeah, it was not. Mm-mm-mm. wasn't the greatest. And, yeah, it was really disappointing because, especially, it was great because the 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 scale of like knowing what they're doing was so different <laughs> with like between like Pedro and Gina and Carl yeah because like Carl 100% knows what he's doing right now like in this in this like press release panel and Gina's like I'm going to be shy about it I don't really know what to say but it's going to be really charming and Pedro's just like I don't know if I can <laughs> do what if I what if I do the same? What okay, no. Okay, I'm gonna no. No. <laughs> you tell he was really excited about wanting to say stuff but not knowing what to say. Right. Yeah. Like like no one briefed him on like what he could say. Yeah. Like that panel was all right to watch, uh, if you were at the panel because <laughs> you got to see the footage. Yeah. If you weren't there, it was a it terrible was panel. <laughs> if you weren't there, it was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was a great Sunday morning, like, we're not, like, all there panel yet. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I am excited for the show because of the characters and the very little bit that we found out about them. Yeah. So they did show us, they showed us, like, a 10-minute clip from the first episode, and then they showed us, like, a two-minute trailer. And I'm really surprised they didn't release the two-minute trailer. I don't know, you know, for there's the some reason they have The theory I've heard is because they don't want to overshadow uh, Rise of Skywalker with it. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. It'll it'll come out eventually, and also there's like a thousand bootleg versions because yeah, again, they told us Filoni and, and John Favreau didn't bother to tell people not to record. They started playing the footage, and so they started yeah. showing. When if you're in the Wintrust arena, they started showing the footage, and like every single phone went up, and then yeah. no one got to hear the first minute and a half of the footage because there were security guys running up and down yelling at everyone to put their phones down. Were there? There was nobody doing that in my area. Oh really? Uh, yeah, my area was totally fine. All I saw was people with cameras, and then. Afterwards, like they came out, and Favreau was like, "Uh, we should ask you not to film that. Yeah. Please don't film anything else. Please so, delete like, that. <laughs> it's like too late, buddy. They already filmed it. Oh boy, professionals. But yeah, so my my takeaways from the footage that we did see, I, I, I won't spoil the clip or anything, but like, um, one is that it has a very distinct tone. Like the first thing I noticed was that like when the when they were starting to talk about doing the spinoff films, like there was a lot of talk about how like we can explore different genres and Rogue One was going to be like this gritty military movie and I don't know it wasn't really. Um, but like this absolutely feels like it's it's a western film that you're watching and they're like playing around in that genre. Would do you agree, mm-hmm. Saf? Yeah, I do. I do. Though I do remember when he said when Favreau said the word gritty, I like mentally checked that off on yep. the <laughs> Bingo card I have of things people say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting for visceral, but that's more of a game Ugh. thing, I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm hoping, I see this on Blaster Cannon, but I'm really hoping that this coming out is going to stop people from yelling about how much they want gritty Star Wars, because yeah. can we stop? Like this, finally people will get their underworld and maybe they'll shut up. Yeah. They'll never shut up until they get 1313 back. 13 is never happening. They're, yeah, but it's they're never going to shut it. up until they get it. Better off for because if you'd gotten it, you would have freaking hated it. The yeah, other sure. takeaway that I got from this is that they're really, really catering to the OT era fans. Like it, it very much yeah. felt like something out of the original trilogy. As far as like we saw a lot of aliens in the footage, and it was all like there the was aliens. A What's that? There was a Twi'lek, and I'm pretty sure I saw one person in the audience who went "woo" when I saw her. <laughs> yeah, there was a Twi'lek. There was a Deveronian. There was like it was like all the characters, like all the aliens from the Cantina and A New Hope, basically were like there. They were like creatures from the OT. I'm pretty sure it's actually set on Tatooine, although I'm not positive. It's, it certainly looked like Tatooine, but it's like very much trying to call back to the original trilogy. Yeah, that seems right. <laughs> yeah. All that said, I am very excited about it. Like I was, you know, we're in. It does look very rad. Like the high hype Game of Thrones season right now, and I like I'm watching it because I watched it, but I'm not like excited about it. And I feel like this is gonna be a, my quote unquote Game of Thrones, where it's a show like that where I can get really excited and into it and. 
And like Meg said, I think a lot of the cast is really going to be a good reason for that. Also, I'm excited to see Taika Waititi as IG-11. Yes. <laughs> I'm really glad it wasn't IG-88 because I remember they announced that he was an IG droid like right after we recorded the episode where I said I didn't like IG-88. And I was like, oh no, this is this is karma. But he's a different droid, which means I can love him. <laughs> and I'm very excited about that. Perfect. He's not going to become the Death Star. <laughs> No, this one is not the Death Star. <laughs> this is the non. He's the Death Star too. Death Star too. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. He's part of Star Killer. Yeah, Base. I loved that moment of IG Eleven in the Rise of Skywalker trailer. <laughs> okay, like real talk though. Nobody's really like talked like made too much fun of it, but I do love that JJ Abrams managed to get another another Death Star another, in the final yeah, movie. That's a good yeah. point. That we haven't talked about that enough. Like yep. he did. I, I I laughed so much when I saw that because I was like, "There it is. There's the Death Star." I did Everyone not made... even consider that. That's so funny. Everyone made so many jokes beforehand about how there'd be another Death Star on this, and there is. It's there just is. the old Death Star. <laughs> There's a Death Star. <laughs> it's almost like a fuck you, yeah. right? Yeah, it kind of feels like it because he's like, everyone was making fun of me that I had just another Death Star. Guess what, bitches. <laughs> Here's another maybe, Death Star. Maybe there'll be pieces of Death Star 1 and Starkiller mixed in with the, the wreckage as well. And they're like, how did these even get here? <laughs> they create a super Death Star. Super Weapon Palooza. Super Death Star. It's all the other Death Stars put into one. That's too many Death Stars. That's too many Death Stars. No such thing. J.J. Abrams, mm. 2019. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I did joke that behind the curtain for the, for episode nine was just going to be three Death Stars taped together. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wrong, according to this theory. You're not far not off. wrong. <laughs> How many Death Stars is too many Death Stars? No such thing. Yikes. All right. So then Monday's big panel was the Phantom Menace 20th anniversary panel. I did not go to this. Or I went to that. I was, was in, it? I was in the Wintrust. It was really fun. Um, I got there late, so I was very stressed out the first half of it. But this, and they were just talking about, like, they had uh, people who'd worked on it, like, I've forgotten all of their names. People who'd worked on the film as as crew, and they were talking about, like, the production of it and that was really cool and then they brought on Ahmed Best and Anthony Daniels um and other people freaking Anthony part. Daniels <laughs> can we talk about a second how Anthony Daniels new book was like the biggest news of the entire Star Wars celebration Ugh, I hate it. can we not <laughs> can he just he sit down so, for once he was so annoying I think in the that might have been panel. my favorite that might have been my favorite part of like the room during that panel was just how often we were all just yelling, sit down, Anthony Daniels. <laughs> Shut up. We so I we're we're gonna talk about the Star Wars show stage a little bit later, but like since we're talking about Anthony Daniels, um on Sat no Friday, um I spent some time at the Star Wars show stage and I think two of you were there like on the other side of the crowd at the same time, which is funny. We were, yeah. Um yeah, but, like, yeah, we were. Uh, it was me and Charlotte and Caitlin from Sky Talkers, and we like got there, and we were like kind of standing in the back. Or we 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 saw that it was going to be JJ Abrams and Kelly Marie Tran, so we like ran over. We we're kind of in the back, and then like every time they finish an interview, like people shuffle around, and you have an opportunity to get a little closer. So we got a little closer, and then it was like some dudes talking about a game that we didn't know anything about, and we we're like, ugh. And then like people left, and we got a little closer, and then it was Anthony Daniels, <laughs> and we were just like, yeah, every we time we get closer, the guest they're interviewing gets worse. <laughs> Yeah, we were there so for we, a while, and because yeah. we wanted to go see Aaron Kellyman, so we got there a bit earlier and saw like Daisy Ridley as well. Uh, and so we kept sticking around because like the guests kept being cool people. Yeah. And then we looked over and it was Anthony Daniels. We were like, we're out. Bye. <laughs> and we all just like, oh, turn around. <laughs> we straight up left. It was... Because I mean, like we saw Daisy, we saw John, we saw Kelly, we saw Aaron. Like we saw everybody except like oscar who came on like a little bit after Anthony yeah Daniels, say, we were so rewarded for sticking like... around because oscar isaac and naomi were out after that but like it was yeah. really funny during the anthony daniels interview because anthony carboni who was interviewing him was all of us if you if you go back and watch the interview on the live stream like he like anthony daniels starts doing his anthony daniels thing and anthony carboni like pulls a heath at one point and literally just walks off the stage because it's just like i cannot <laughs> handle you right now i'm quitting this <laughs> done it's so funny we're out anthony out <laughs> there's only room for one anthony on this stage 
But oh my god, if you didn't hear, Anthony Daniels has new memoirs coming, and he was hyping the title reveal for the entire friggin' celebration. He talked about it at the episode nine panel. He talked about it on the Star Wars show stage. There were like posters everywhere. Saturday at eleven thirty a.m., Anthony Daniels reviews the title. <laughs> it was too much. You would have thought it was like the biggest thing of the entire con. It was too much. <laughs> it was too much. It was. But yeah, the the Phantom Menace Phantom Menace panel was really lovely. It was really really sweet um i had a lot of fun at it and was it was kind hayden of a nice way hayden was not there i was waiting for him to come out and he never did and i was very sad about that uh but i mean why, best why was would real hayden funny be at and the good. Phantom menace panel oh good point actually yeah he wasn't in that movie <laughs> okay that's fair i was just like it's a prequel movie hayden christensen's gonna be there <laughs> it's a really good point. i didn't even think about that the entire time i got was I'm young sorry, hayden there Lloyd. I that forgot. would have been funny if he was there, just to like, <laughs> hey guys. Everybody just wants to see him, okay? <laughs> smile, but it was really lovely because the entire crowd started chanting for Ahmed when he came out, um, and like, it was it was really lovely, and he was really funny, and it was a good time. It was a fun time. All right, so we're gonna leave you hanging there right now. Um, because we actually ended up talking a lot more than we thought we would just about these few things at first. And so we'll come back to talk about the rest of Star Wars Celebration Chicago next time. Should we do listener questions or just do these next time? No, too? we should do no, listener, no, we should questions. listener questions. We'll give them new questions. All right, good. Last week at our live show, we asked, what bones would you get from the market and what would you do with them? <laughs> we got a lot of great answers at our live show. We did. We did. Raising Fangirl said, I would take Cornhorn's bone spray paint it, so it was glistening, put it in a box, and mail it to people. Corn's traveling bone. Hi. What? <laughs> oh, no. Also, which bone? That's, that's very Just vague about which bone. Any of them. There's a, I feel like there's an important comma missing here. There's a comma goes there. there. Okay. There, there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think we all yeah. know which bone. <laughs> Bin said, I would find Sebulba's bones in hopes that the power contained within them would help me win the Boonta Eve Classic. The Boonta Eve Classic. <laughs> <laughs> oh the Boonta Eve Classic. <laughs> I missed the pun the first time, but it's so good. The Boonta Eve Classic. It's very good. <laughs> oh, Ben, I'm glad you had that extra time to think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Liam said, I would get all the bones. That's not how this works, Liam. <laughs> We didn't say what bones. We didn't specify only one bone. And then I would bury them unless they didn't want to be buried. I don't know what bones want, but some people want their bones buried. So going with that, I'd bury some of the bones. So I at least maybe get some bones right. (laughs) Trying your best, Liam, and I appreciate that. Liam is trying really hard. I need to know who specifies, like, I guess when you actually have a will and everything like yeah, that, yeah. you can see they have their bones buried. Their bones just tend to be in their bodies. But like, what about yeah. all these? <laughs> <laughs> the bones are usually still encased <laughs> in the body. <laughs> you this why I just want my bones buried, oh, not the rest. Yeah, of me. but like, what about the bones the haven't hatched bones yet? You have what about what the accidental bones? The ac- what accidental bones? Like, you don't have. A- like you don't have, you just die suddenly or like an arm comes off and you just have some bones like you didn't specify what you're going to do with them so you do whatever you want with them you take them to the market yeah you take them to the bone market and then Liam buys them so he can bury them <laughs> anyway <laughs> Brian said I would get Yaddle's bones and use them to summon the next of their species we see so few of them <laughs> Do we know this about Yoda's species? That if you hold a bone... Oh yeah, this is canon. (laughs) They reproduce by bone summoning. You need need to finish reading this. This is very good. We see so few of them because people don't know they come of bones and become bones. Yoda contributed to the extinction of their species by not leaving any bones behind. God damn it, Yoda. (laughs) Oh, he's always messing things up. Yoda's the worst. <laughs> we see so few of them because people don't know they come of bones. They come of Oh my god, bones. I love that. They come of bones and become bones. That's like <laughs> life goals right there. <laughs> so beautiful. It's beautifully written. <laughs> so artistic. They come of bones and become bones. Come bones. <laughs> 
huge hashtag bone goals. <laughs> <laughs> Dinner leader said, "I'd make a belt out of Yarrow Pooh's vertebrae." <laughs> <laughs> I love the belt callback. Dinner leader needs a, a really long belt, belt I guess. <laughs> oh, overall, that is a very strong answer. <laughs> very good answer. X-Wings in history said I would get Sears bones and tie them to something I wanted hidden because she disappeared after Isard's revenge. <laughs> Damn, that's some bitterness right there. Yeah, it was not the best move she could have made. <laughs> no, it was not. X-Wings in history followed up and said they included that little thing at the end there because they knew most of us would have forgotten what had happened to us here. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Guilty. Yeah, yeah. I would have. I would have felt that weird without did they that. Expressively say, did they expressly say fifty percent of robot? <laughs> uh, uh, I'd I'd have to go back and check. It, it might have might have been just a Heath call out. <laughs> Tom Wyman said crate dragon and make some sort of xylophone out of it. Then I would make a band with Jawas and Sand people and tour through Jumland wastes. Very. That would be a very big xylophone. I like, I like people. Did, Sil- didn't someone make Sil- a piano out of Yeah, Luke's Sil bones? wanted to make a piano. Yeah, but then we told yeah. Sil she could only have one bone, so she made a, a very one key piano. piano. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark said, Owen Lars's forearm, and I would use it to stir a big batch of Bantha stew. Why? <laughs> so specific. Is this some, like, particular... Is this, like, a vengeance thing or a fetish thing or Look, what? <laughs> Saf, don't kink shame. People want to do what I'm they not, want to do. I'm not kink shaming. I'm just curious. I just want to know. I just want to talk. Who among us <laughs> has never found themselves like right wanting to me, stir a big me. batch of bantha stew with Owen Lars's forearm? Oh, not uh, me. <laughs> Greg said, I'd get Anakin's skull and give it as an offering to the ultimate Jedi who wastes all the other Jedi and eats their bones. What? Who is the is ultimate... that a real thing? I feel like this yeah, is a reference. I feel like this is a reference that none of us get. Who's but Greek knows least Star Wars than me. This is not possible. Well, maybe it's not a Star Wars reference. That's possible. Who who who's this bone eating Jedi? I need to know about. Bane? Yeah, I feel like we should is meet Ray this. Uh, yeah, like I feel like we should have talked about this. Ray does have is a big appetite. Luke, is that why Luke disappeared his bones? Is so Ray wouldn't eat them? I mean, Maybe. Ray does live out on the desert, and I feel like a quarter portion a day is not enough food to sustain her. I mean, bones have calcium in them, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, what... and, like, bone marrow is very good. My God. I'd like to cease this conversation. <laughs> 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 I am not having a good time. I'm, I'm, I'm Ray from nowhere. Ray bone eater. <laughs> Tom the fan bunny said, (laughs) yes, Tom the fan bunny, Tom, Easter's over. (laughs) You can change it back now. (laughs) Tom the fan bunny said, I would get the most old canonical bones out there, the crate skeleton that 3PO passes on Tatooine. Then call it my homeboy, Dr. Wu, to harvest the DNA, get cloning, and build my own Star Wars land on a deserted island. I'd call it Cratasic Park. <laughs> All right, I'll give you that answer, but only that answer. Yeah, there were some follow-ups that I didn't put in the show notes. That answer's oh, good enough. Trying. Hassan said, "I will buy the skull, arms, and ribs from a rancor to make a gaming chair." Ooh. You, you gamer. That's all I can say is you gamer. I mean, I wouldn't say no to a rancor chair. It'd be comfy though. I guess you put cushions on it too. Yeah, so many cushions. So many cushions. So many cushions. Okay. <laughs> And finally, Charlie said, Yaddle, and that's between me and Jesus. <laughs> Is it literally between you and Jesus? Or... I sure hope not. Are you and Jesus sharing Yaddle's book? You're not allowed to tweet that over Easter, Charlie. <laughs> Easter's over. There's no more Jesus. Yeah, Jesus is gone. Oh, no. Jesus has left the building. Yeah, that's why this rogue pod exists. Yeah, it's true. Yikes. I mean, to be fair, we got a really small amount of sexual answers for it being the bone market. So Yeah, I'm actually yeah, Charlie. Thank you, Charlie, for bouncing. Um, I'm gonna give a glistening bodie to Brian for the come of bones and become <laughs> bones. I wanna give one to Ben for the bone. <laughs> yes. Yeah, at the risk of inflating his ego, I think he deserves it. 
Is he I a three-time so. listening Bodhi winner he now? He makes him a three-time listening Bodhi winner. Oh, dangerous. Maybe, we can give, oh, maybe this I, one could no, be a glistening bone I don't, D. I don't, I I don't want to do it then. If no, it's too late. I don't it's too late. Do it. I already gave it to him. Ben's already uh, got it. I... Give him a glistening bone. Oh my god, give me glistening bone D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get a gl- you get a glistening Chicago hot dog where you can't tell if there's meat. Right? <laughs> and it's got that weird green stuff on top. <laughs> I also want to give a slightly smaller glistening bone to Liam for trying his best. <laughs> yeah. Liam to do what the hard. bones wanted. <laughs> He's trying his best. Um, I. Can I give a slightly smaller glistening bone D to Mark just because yes. it's really weird? Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. It's weird. We need we still need more information on that, Mark. I, yeah. <laughs> you know these are? I would like some more information on that. <laughs> it might not be a need, but it's a want. <laughs> Also, look, I'm just going to say it. We should give Dinner Leader a slightly smaller glistening bone tea today because that was a really, a really solid answer and I'm proud of it. Yes. yes. Fine. Agreed. <laughs> but it's like significantly smaller. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the head. <laughs> oh my God. Wow, that's kind of <laughs> ominous, actually. I don't know if we want to do that. I don't like that. <laughs> He's going to wake up and find it on his pillow. <laughs> Why is this happening? Why do you do this? Because <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> uh, this week's question. Whose laugh do you want to hear? Are there glistening board gullets? No. No. That's Charlie. Won. Charlie gets a glistening board gullet. <laughs> yeah, Charlie gets a glistening board gullet for our average iTunes rating being three stars out of five in Great Britain. <laughs> thanks, Charlie. Yeah, thanks Charlie. a lot. God. Uh, this week's question: Whose laugh do you want to hear at the end of the next Rise of Skywalker trailer, and why are they laughing? Ooh, I would like to think about this. Yeah, me too. I have my answer, but I'll do it next week. It's fine. Good, good. Don't psych us out, Seth. I won't. I won't. It's fine. All right, listeners, hit us up on Twitter at Rogue Podron with your answers to this week's question. You can email us roguepodron at gmail dot com. Our website is roguepodron.com, and you can subscribe to us via the Rogue Podron feed on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, and Google. And rate and review us on iTunes, please. We have a bunch of reviews this week, which is very exciting because I get to actually talk for a bunch of time and hear my own voice, which is great. We have a five-star review from Greg, Gregulatory Compliance, that's Greg, uh, <laughs> which is set honesty to on. Rogue Podron is good enough that I installed iTunes, created an account, and possibly signed away my firstborn to Apple. I don't know. I didn't read the EULA, specifically to give it a five-star review. If that isn't enough to convince you to listen to these wonderful idiots, I don't know what will. Pash out. Wonder- Definitely wow. calling us wonderful idiots. <laughs> Greg, you did Love so it. much work for us. Thank you, Greg. Why did it take you so long? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I do appreciate the five stars though. We're gonna be well fed. We're gonna be well fed. Well fed. And then we have one from Jack Bar one two three, which is a five star review. Star Wars fun. Looking for a new Star Wars podcast, I decided to listen to their most recent episode. In the first few minutes, they said the Y Wing was the worst Starfighter. I may have just found a new favorite podcast. Aww, thanks for That's- hating stuff with us together. Yeah, our hate yeah, will make it. us stronger. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Wait, didn't we have more? I felt like we had more and now they're all gone. Yeah, no, there's we'll, just two. We're gonna save those for next week. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. We'll spread out the love. Okay. That's what's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love <laughs> I love that you you let Saf still say like we have so many reviews to read right now. <laughs> <laughs> for us two reviews is a lot of reviews. It is. <laughs> I'm I'm rationing our reviews for the for the nuclear holocaust to come. I'm hungry. <laughs> I mean, fair. It is winter here. Two and a half stars each, which is like a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. I was gonna be like, wow, there's ten there's ten stars and there's five of us. There's two stars each, and I was like, wait, that's not how it works. <laughs> not five of us. Well, maybe we can donate two to the hungry this week. Mm, I'm the hungry. Okay, <laughs> so I'll just take those as well. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, hold on. There's police sirens behind me. Ah, uh, New York. The best. Yeah, New York. I love living here. <laughs> anyway, next time, we'll be talking more about Star Celebration Chicago. We'll be going over some of the 
slightly smaller big boys panels. <laughs> as well as the other things that were going on there, like the expo hall, the Star Wars show stage, and just our overall impressions of how that weekend went. And so with that, this is Rogue Padron signing off. Pash out. Pew pew. Remember when Danny couldn't get this right at the live show? I was trying to get everyone to, get to say pash out, but they kept saying pew pew at me. I was so confused. Because they don't say pash out. Meg says pash out. Listening to it again this weekend, that was like the funniest thing to me. <laughs> Even after we like discussed it, and it's like, yes, Meg says this, and then we say this, and we'll all count. And we got to three and down, he's just like, ah! <laughs> it's so good. Oh, there's so many good things in that panel. Yeah, it was really great. It was really great panel. <laughs> We're so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> All of the pictures from Brit were so good. They're so good. Yep. I love it. I love our 17 plastic water bottles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to be We fair, were so well like, hydrated. A few of those were left on stage from the p- panel before us. Yeah. I love how at the start I grabbed like three. I'm like, I'm going to chug them all. I chugged the first one and didn't touch the other yeah, two. Yeah, had like nothing after that. The moment the panel started, I was like, oh no, this is going to be loud. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> so I just didn't touch them. I forgot I could mute my mic. I realized that just now. Like your mic on stage? Yeah, I just realized I could have drank water anyways. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> we're professionals. We know what we're doing. Podfessionals.